Dr. Mark Malone from Advanced Pain Care on how the spinal cord stimulator blocks pain signals, bringing patients relief at last. And we're able to tune this device to mimic that frequency and essentially block it. I've seen people shed tears of joy in the recovery room when they wake up from their light anesthesia and we turn this device on and they realize their back pain is gone. They cry for joy. Advanced Pain Care at 512-244-4272 or austinpaindoctor.com. The Todd and Oz Show is live. Get in on the conversation at 512-836-0590. Now, here at Todd and Oz. Yes, 705 here on the Todd and Oz Show. Yeah, jump in here at 512-836-0590. We got a lot to get to this hour, and you can join us anytime you want with your thoughts, your opinions, your reactions. Uh, we got an update on this body that was pulled from uh, Lady Bird Lake, Town Lake, uh, earlier this week, and yes. it turns out to be uh, a woman. Yeah, it doesn't fit the mold. Okay. Uh, as you know, it, it was all men last year. Yeah. Uh, so there was a lot of speculation this one might be as well, but the toxicology report still pending. But, yeah. this, but from what I understand, I don't think any foul play. And they, they have not released an identity, right? Correct. Okay, well, Correct. that's just, I uh, want to update you on that. And, uh, and also this morning, uh, we learned from our city manager, the guy in charge of the city. We're a city manager heavy uh, city. Right? right, the city manager is truly the the person that you know pushes the controls and directs uh, each and every department at the uh, under the direction of the city council in many regards. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, city manager Jesus Garza says that well, what we've done so far when it comes to solving the homeless crisis has been a total failure. We've allocated almost in excess of two hundred million dollars to this issue alone. At the in that course of that time, the number of homeless have not decreased. But in fact, have increased. All right, so stop the spending completely. Because yeah. what you're doing now is not working. In fact, it's just making the problem even worse. Yeah. $200 million since 2021. All of any of us who have working eyes can see the problem's only gotten worse. And you have to think, you know, just look back to the, when did this 10 1 council initial, uh, its first year, full year was what, 2015 mm-hmm. or 14? Uh, since, since then, since the inception of this 10 1, I bet you well more than a billion dollars. Well more. Billions, perhaps, have been have It's got to be at least combined. a billion, right? I'd have to, at least. Yeah. At least. Yeah. Uh, and, 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 and for In what? In a 10-year period, for sure. Yeah. And, and, and for what? what? What have we gotten from the, the, that investment? Absolutely more nothing. More tragedy? Yep. Yeah, more tragedy? Yep. Listen, the, uh, the other big story today, and we'd love to get your thoughts, especially if you're on the left and you, uh, you, you hate Donald Trump. If you believe the way Joe Biden believes... That Donald Trump is an existential threat to the planet. That's what Joe Biden says, by the way. Yes. Uh, Why? What are you afraid of? What's he going to do? Because I think America is bigger than any one president. Right? Absolutely. Donald Trump is just a man. Well, he's going to be, he's going to get a chance to defend himself before the nation's Supreme Court. They're going to be hearing a case on whether or not the former president, Donald Trump, can be disqualified from the Colorado ballot. You know, for his, uh, as, as Colorado says, engaged in an insurrection. Keep in mind, nobody's been charged with insurrection. At because all. there wasn't an insurrection. There wasn't an insurrection. That's right. Well, anyway, the Supreme Court today, they're going to convene in a couple of hours to determine if Colorado is, is right or wrong in keeping him off the ballot. Colorado kicked Trump off the ballot, citing the Constitution's insurrection clause, Section 3 of the 14th Amendment, to be specific, which has never been used in history to disqualify a presidential candidate. The measure passed in 1868, that's over 150 years ago, to keep Confederates from holding office. Trump's legal team firing back. 
quote, he is the presumptive Republican nominee and the leading candidate for president of the United States. The American people, not courts or election officials, should choose the next president of the United States. Yeah, the lower court in Colorado found the president did engage in insurrection against the United States. And he didn't. Uh, that's pretty obvious. Right. No, nobody's been charged with an insurrection. But I know there's a lot of people that believe he did because they've been lied to by the mainstream media to think that. They've been told to think that, correct. Well, in addition, Colorado, the top election official in Maine, they reached a similar conclusion in late December and determined former President Trump is constitutionally barred from holding office. Uh, similar challenges are being played out uh, in some other states. Well, there there have been like a dozen, 60-some-odd state and federal courts across the nation that have refused to remove Donald Trump from the ballot. Donald Trump says, really, the Colorado Supreme Court is the lone outlier here. Uh, I, I, I don't... I, I just don't understand how anybody could could think that this is okay for, for our, our free system, you know, of fair, supposedly fair elections. But if you're going to deny... Millions and millions and millions of people, their chosen candidate. That's 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 very problematic, and that's certainly not how the system was designed. And there, there, this whole Confederate thing, this Confederate clause. I don't think there are any Confederates walking around anymore. Mm. You know, I, I, last time I checked, all the Confederates died. Mm. You know, they, I, I, they it, took down all those Democrat statues, didn't? That's they? right. Of those that's Democrat right. uh, Confederates. All those yeah. Democrat Confederates died. That's right. So, how do you think it's going to play out? I don't. We're not getting a decision today. It may be several weeks, but uh, you know, it's it's going to come sooner rather than later. Right. How do you think the Supreme Court's going to rule? I think they're going to probably end up ruling in favor of Donald Trump. Um, I, uh, you know, I mean, you do have a conservative leaning Supreme Court, uh, but. Uh, I, I don't know. You know, I, I, I guess there's always the possibility it couldn't go his way. But I, I, ultimately, I think that the Supreme Court's going to understand that this would this would be precedent setting. Well, and, listen, and be very dangerous. Uh, one texter, uh, I guess they're afraid to call in at five one two eight three six zero five ninety. One texter says, "What about states' rights?" Well, this is a federal election. What? You know, it's 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 a federal election. I I mean, yeah, sure. States don't have the right to uh, you know get into election engineering uh, when it comes to the federal elections. Well, I, I mean, I, I wouldn't think so. Mm. You know, I, I but I mean, I, I always there's always a good argument to be made for states' rights, but I'm not sure it applies there. Seven sixteen here on the Todd and I show a, a traffic mess this morning. U.S., uh, uh, let's see, northbound 35 at 290? Yeah, northbound 35 at 290. All lanes currently closed. Uh, and, and the only word we're getting right now, according to TxDOT, is that there is police activity in the area. Well, what does that mean, eyewitness reporters out there? Uh, jump in at 512-836-0590. What do you see over there? Uh, what's slowing things down? I, I don't see anything that uh, maybe began as a crash. Do you? Do you see a crash? No, no. The, no I didn't see any reports in that area prior to this, this uh, closure here um so definitely get five one two eight three six zero five ninety. if you if you've uh got any eyewitness accounts or definitely would like to get some more idea what's happening there yeah jump in at five one two eight three six zero five ninety. uh is there a bridge there in that area 35 290 uh, i gotta there, think i'm trying to get that area in my head. yeah maybe so there may be a fly over there listen uh well it's it's happened again yeah, uh, Austin police say another person has been arrested uh, in uh, an alleged attack involving a machete. Barry Molden is charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon for reportedly swinging uh, the machete at a car 
while someone was injured in it and, and even damaging the, the windshield. Mm-hmm. Uh, this happened uh, right at the Krispy Kreme there at Stasny. Yeah, the victim says Molden, who was um, homeless, mm. uh, became enraged when Molden uh, said he shouldn't camp there, right next to the exit that's used by employees and, you know, people like that. And apparently that made the uh, hobo angry, and that's when he pulled his machete, I guess, out of a backpack and started swinging. No, fortunately, nobody was hurt. But, uh, yeah, the machete is the weapon of choice of your homeless community members. Would appear so. You know, it's good for hacking through that uh, that brush as they continue to destroy the greenbelt. Right. With their camps. Yeah. This, this is this is a guy right here who, uh, if, if he gets out and uh, has a couple of bucks on him, should go buy a lottery ticket because there are a lot of, a lot of people that would have shot this man. Uh, for swinging a, a deadly weapon at them. I mean, self-defense. I, most people I know would have looked at as, as a clear-cut self-defense situation. And he's lucky that, that all he got was is probably going to be a little slap on the wrist in a night in jail. Maybe so, yeah. But uh, yeah, it happened again. Mm-hmm. Keep your head on the swivel. Uh, William is checking in from 35 and 290 where the highway is shut down right there. William, you got an eyewitness report? What do you see? Yeah, they've got a man on the ground doing chest compressions. Looks like he jumped from the 290 bridge. Oh, man. Ouch. Oh, man. Okay. All right, William, yeah. that's, uh, well, I think you just caught us up to date fully. Uh, yeah, there's not a crash there, but there's some sort of uh, mental health issue, I guess. Somebody uh, may have uh, jumped. A lot of first responder activity in man, the area then. Man, oh, man. All right, uh, listen, uh, there's some encouraging news for uh, Dirty Martins, the, the burger joint. I'm glad. Been over there. Uh, what's what's the address? Uh, right there, uh, right there near the UT campus. It was it there like 20, 26, 26, I like guess that. it is. Yeah, they've been there for gosh, maybe a hundred years, almost. Well, uh, Lindsey Wood is with Austin Transit Partnership. Uh, that is the special transportation department that you created as an Austin voter when you uh, said yes to Project Connect. Yes, and they've been collecting property tax dollars from business owners ever since you created it. And uh, they have about six, $700 million in a bank account drawing interest. And, well, they haven't built anything. And I guess they're, uh, I guess they're starting to hear the community is, is pissed off that some of, uh, you know, iconic businesses may be removed as part of Project Connect. So they're trying to play nice now. Uh, Lindsay Wood with Austin Transit Partners tells CBS Austin that they've come up with a new design to save Dirty Martins from uh, the, the light rail tracks in that area. And we really are, are glad that we've been able to come up with some creative solutions to not have any conflicts with those buildings and structures in that segment. That is so nice of you, Lindsay, to listen to mm-hmm. the community. That's so nice of you. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's it, the least you could do, right? Aww. You're taking 25%. percent least you could do is listen it's once So in a while. bold and brave of her, too, to listen to the community. Mm-hmm. Well, bus and bike lanes will, will be relocated off of Guadalupe to make more room. Dirty Martin's owner, Mark Nehmer, he's, uh, well, I guess he's cautiously thrilled. He's involved in a lawsuit to, uh, to stop Project Connect. Yeah, and, and uh, I still hope that he, I mean, I, I hope that just because his restaurant has been spared, that he, that he, he still plans to, to go full force gale on this lawsuit because we've got, to get ri- we've got to get rid of the Austin Transit Partnership. That is the head of the dragon. You know, you have to remove that head in order for the dragon to fall. Yeah. And uh, I, I, so I don't I, see that happening. I don't really either. There's too much money that's already been collected. I think you're right. Yeah. I think you're right. There's, I mean, listen, seriously, there are uh, building owners, property owners that have been paying an amazing amount of property taxes 
that hasn't been spent on anything. It's the ultimate taxation without representation. I couldn't believe some of these figures uh, that that I was shown, uh, uh, these property taxes, these businesses, uh, I I could not believe what I was seeing. It was all... It was already sky high before this Project Connect thing came around. It increased and property then, taxes on the city level 25%. Holy cow. Yeah. 722, uh, Tucker Carlson's interview with Russian President Vladimir Putin will air this evening on X and on his websites. Uh, and, uh, and, and apparently he's taken a lot of heat for this. I don't know why. There's been many journalists that have interviewed Vladimir Putin. Yeah. I guess the only thing is different is, is we're actively in war with Russia. Okay, well, listen, when, when Osama bin Laden was the, the most wanted man in the, on the planet, we had, we had American journalists that, that at least one that I, I remember interviewing him, yeah. Saddam Hussein. I, yeah. I think the left is afraid we may hear a different version of a story out of Ukraine. You're going to. Yeah. Well, anyway, the, uh, the former uh, Fox News host, uh, a key ally in the 2024 uh, election and, and race uh, you know, for the Republican nomination for Donald Trump, a vocal opponent of uh, military aid for Ukraine. Well, he traveled to Moscow. He's been there for a few days, posting some videos here and there and kind of teasing and promoting the video that's coming up. And uh, in the mainstream media, especially the communist media, MSNBC, they're really worried about this. They haven't even seen it, and they're really worried, which makes me want to watch it even more. When the left is right. really worried about this interview, gosh, I got to go see it right. now. What are, they, what, are they, what are they worried about I might learn about? Well, Hillary Clinton, they dusted her off. And uh, she was speaking on MSNBC, uh, you know, with a, in, in an interview on, on this very topic. And they were asked, you know, asked her, well, what do you think about Tucker Carlson? Tucker Carlson is in Moscow right now interviewing Vladimir Putin. Right. The first American, I'll say, journalist uh, to interview Putin since the war in Ukraine mm-hmm. began. What does that tell you about Tucker Carlson and right wing media and also Vladimir Putin? Well, it shows me what I think we've all known. He's what's called a useful idiot. I mean, if you actually read translations of what's being said on Russian media, they make fun of him. I mean, he's like a puppy dog. You know, he somehow has, after having been fired from so many outlets in the United States, he, uh, I would not be surprised uh, if he emerges with a contract with a Russian outlet because he is a useful idiot. He says things that are not true. He parrots Vladimir Putin's a uh, pack of lies about Ukraine. Uh, so I don't see why Putin wouldn't give him an interview. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's pretty rich, where man. Do, where do we begin, man? They're so afraid of this interview. And if he's a useful idiot, at least he's useful. She's just an idiot. Somebody should tell her about people living in glass houses. I saw somebody arguing, too, on, on one of those, uh, those ridiculous networks that... Uh, Tucker Carlson is going to help Putin win the war against Ukraine. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if that's all it took was just an American journalist going to interview the president of Russia to win an entire war? Please, this is this is this is. They're they're clearly they're afraid of something. Yeah, I'm interested to see what Vladimir Putin has to say because all all I've seen so far is the media fawn. Over, over Volodymyr Zelensky. Yeah. Liars calling out liars. Hmm. That's, a, that's a real Democrat thing. They do that a lot, yeah. That's what one texter says. Yeah. Wasn't she the one that paid for the P dossier? The old PP dossier? She paid for that, right? Oh, that's right. Was it, wasn't she the one that uh, <laughs> sold our uh, uranium to Russia? She did. She's the one that did that, yeah. She did. Talking about a useful idiot. 
Did, did anywhere in that interview did she did she once again uh, claim that the 2016 election was stolen? Yeah, and and that she was the the rightful heir to that throne. She's the original election denier. You're right. Yeah. That's what right. What difference does it make? Here's what one texter says at five one two eight three six zero five ninety. The useful idiot would be someone so afraid of others hearing a non-approved information that uh, that they attack the interviewer to try yeah. to prevent anyone else from even listening. Yeah. Of course, state-run media is going to be terrified of this. Hillary is the leftist corporatist globalist. Yeah. yeah. The left hates Russia because Russia does not accept the woke agenda. That's what one texter says. I'll give them that. They don't. The globalist cabal hates Russia because Russia does not intend to, you know, succumb to the globalist order. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll see what we'll, we'll see what Putin has to say. In this in this interview, I I think it's it, it's telling because Vladimir Putin is not known for just granting a whole lot of interviews with Western journalists. It's true. So that I, I highly doubt Hillary Clinton's uh, insinuation that they're they're just doing this to mock him. No, they're doing this because they they actually believe that he's going to tell a story. Seven twenty six. They're so afraid. Seven thirty-three here on the Todd and Oz Show. Yeah, jump in here at five one two eight three six zero five ninety. You know the Senate has failed to pass that supplemental spending agreement that included aid for Ukraine, Israel, and Taiwan, as well as border security and immigration package that drew some widespread opposition from Republicans. Well, in both chambers since uh, since the details were released late Sunday night. And for the very latest, here's reporter Linda Kenyon. The yeas are forty nine. The nays are fifty. Three fifths of the senators do chosen and sworn not having voted in the affirmative the motion is not agreed to and with that it was back to the drawing board as the bill didn't even have enough votes to begin debate the bill was crafted by a small group of senators including republican james langford who said the measure would break a logjam over border security that has existed for years been three decades since we've passed anything to a law to be able to change border security. Democrat Kirsten Cinema was also part of the negotiating team. She was frustrated by the outcome of the vote. Less than 24 hours after we released the bill, my Republican colleagues changed their minds. Turns out they want all talk and no action. The Senate's top Republican, Senator Mitch McConnell, initially supported the border bill until he didn't. We had a very robust discussion about whether or not this product could ever become law. And it's been made pretty clear to us uh, by the speaker that it will not become law. In addition to border security, the bill also included foreign aid for Ukraine, Israel, and the Indo-Pacific. But after it failed to advance, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer proposed a different bill, one without the border component. For all those Republicans who said, well, who first said, well, we want it with border, and now say we want it without border, they got both options. Republican J.D. Vance posting on social media called both options bad ones. It's really the worst of all possible worlds. Send $61 billion to Ukraine while doing nothing to secure our own border and also give away all of our leverage to achieve real border security. While Democrat Mark Kelly told Fox News failing to fund Ukraine could lead to dire consequences. I don't know what's going to happen with Ukraine. I mean, Putin is going to run all the way up to the Poland Poland border eventually and put our NATO allies uh, in harm's way. We could have a, a larger war in Europe. At the same time, we would fail to support our allies in Israel. We would l be less prepared in the Western Pacific. All the while, Ukraine has been pleading for more help from the U.S., conserving its firepower amid a relentless Russian assault. 
Linda Kenyon, Washington. All right, 735 here at KLBJ. Uh, this, there's just so many things wrong here. I mean, first and foremost, this, this, this move by Schumer. I mean, th- th- this tells you all, all you need to know. They have no concern for you, for your border, for your safety. This is not about you. This is not about protecting the United States border. This is purely about Ukraine. So he says, fine, we'll take, we'll take the border completely out of it and still throw billions toward Ukraine's border. And, and I still don't understand why we're doing this. I'm, essentially, Vladimir Putin is doing what he's doing because, you know, he was, he, was, he was always promised that there would be no NATO countries up against his border. He yeah. want, and, and, uh, and, you know, I, I mean, I, I think ultimately that's at the crux of all this. Sure. He's not going to go moving in. Yeah. And he, you know, he's not going to be marching into Poland like he's Adolf Hitler. He's just doesn't, not going to do that. Doesn't have the power to do that. No. He doesn't have it. He doesn't have it at all. So, yeah, all, all of this is nonsense. At the end of the day, none of that money should matter for Ukraine. It should all matter for us. But Chuck Schumer made it very clear, you don't matter. I, I wish it was just a border bill and a Maui bill. Maui still needs some help, don't they? How about that? How about just, uh, you know, $100 million for, to help rebuild Maui? How about that? Those people are American citizens. Well, think about $60 billion going to Ukraine. Just take $1 billion of that and put it over there to, to, to you know, rebuild everything that was lost, mm-hmm. you know, on our 50th state. Well, the texters here, one says, uh, this is all the Republicans' fault. Mitch McConnell is the leader in the Senate and uh, should have been consulting with Republicans as they are uh, crafting this bill. There should have never been any surprises. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Mitch McConnell is, is uh, largely to blame for a lot of this Sure, stuff. absolutely. Uh, the Dallas Morning News has a, a, a good read here on uh, U.S. Senator Ted Cruz. Uh, from Texas, and he concedes that he was one of the Republicans who last year demanded that the additional aid to Ukraine be paired with measures to stem a record-setting surge of migrants crossing the southern border. He demanded this, Mm -hmm. that they be paired together. Well, the bill failed, as you heard there from Linda Kenyon, in a vote from uh, 49 to 50. Uh, The 49 uh, yes votes fell short of the 60 needed to start the debate for this bill on the the floor. Now, uh, Cruz said uh, on a podcast last night, that uh, knockdown, dragout battles have been raging for months during Senate Republicans' regular luncheons uh, on this issue. He said, I made the case on these merits that this bill was terrible and it was bad policy because it would not secure the border. Cruz said, but I also made the case that politics was particularly spectacularly bad on this front. Uh, Cruz pointed out that the U.S. Um, Speaker, Mike Johnson, he said it would never pass his chamber and become law. Well, Senate Republicans who negotiated the compromise, Cruz says, handed the Democrats a gift by allowing them to say their efforts to act on the border were stymied by the GOP. Yeah. And that's exactly what Joe Biden said yesterday. He said, if the bill fails, it'll be absolutely, I want to be clear about something. The American people are going to know why it fails. He says, I'll be taking this issue to the country. And every day between now and November, the American people are going to know the only reason the border is not secure is Donald Trump and his MAGA Republican friends. Mm. So... But at the same time, I look at that and I say, all right, well, you, you want to make the border a campaign issue. Let's do it. It's not That's not ultimately going to work out for you in the long term. But you, th- exactly what you said there is what they're doing. They're saying they, they were handed a gift being able to say, look, we tried and the Republicans didn't want us to do it. Well, listen, uh, yeah, I'd love for you to weigh in on this story at 512-836-0590. Democrats say Republican criticism of the deal before its details were even revealed show that they were more interested in uh, – uh, mining the border situation for political gain than solving the problem. Mm. I'm interested in securing that border. I'm interested in, in that and in, in, in that alone. And I think most people want that. This whole, 
if you don't if you don't want to secure the border, just come out and say it. Yeah. Instead of just pointing the finger, and going, "No, we wanted to," and they and they they just you know they stood in the way and and uh, they they were they they wanted to just play political games. We we had a million people yesterday. The report came out a million people encountered at the border since October. Mm. The the fastest we've ever reached a million encounters at the border. Uh, how is it political? How is it political if well, you if you want to make it if you want to make it secure down there? Well, the Democrats say that uh, it's the Trump effect. You know, Joe Biden blames Trump for the border crisis. He did that in a in a in a fundraising speech last night. Even called Trump an existential threat mm-hmm. to our life. Uh, but they say that uh, that Donald Trump was the one that didn't want this uh, this problem solved until he got into office. Hang on, and solving the problem until I get into office is what the Democrats allege. I think the Democrats need to realize that that Donald Trump and Joe Biden have one thing in common: very similar qualities. They're not in charge right now. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Hillary Clinton is blaming Donald Trump uh, for the effort to kill kill all this bill. She's she's among those you know saying this is what authoritarians do. Yeah, and they're they're just following every his 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 sycophantic lackeys are just yeah. following every everything he says as he gives marching orders. You know what else authoritarians do? They keep their political opponents off of a ballot. They do that. They yeah. do, and they try to jail them. They do. They try to jail, and and often do. Yeah, and. Uh, and the and these other third world countries that we so desperately apparently want to be like. Hang on a minute. We got an update on a breaking story. Five Marines involved in a California helicopter crash are now confirmed dead. A statement from the 3rd Marine Aircraft Wing says all five Marines with Heavy Helicopter Squadron 361 lost their lives when their chopper crashed on Tuesday night during stormy weather in the mountains outside San Diego. The CH-53E Super Stallion helicopter vanished while returning to Marine Corps Air Station Miramar in San Diego after training at Creech Air Force Base northwest of Las Vegas. The aircraft was discovered Wednesday morning near the mountain community of Pine Valley, about an hour's drive from San Diego. The military says efforts to recover the remains of the Marines are underway and an investigation is ongoing. Tanya J. Powers, Fox News. All right, there you go. Uh, a tragic loss. And, uh, yeah, we do have more on that story. It's on uh, our website at newsradioklbj.com. That's, that's, yeah, I mean, that's a very unfortunate loss for yeah. this country. Let's, uh, let's squeeze in Tom in South Austin this morning. Tom, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Yes, Can sir. You hear me? Yeah, loud and clear. Go right ahead. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I was just going to say that this border bill is reminiscent of ACA where uh, Republicans worked with Democrats to build a, a monstrosity of a bill, mm. lied to, to the American people about what was in it, and then we found out. Um, and I don't know if it's just contempt for their voters or um, a matter of where the funding is coming from, but when you read this thing, I, I, it just floors me that any Republicans would back it. So mm. curious to get your thoughts on you know why Langford and Mitch McConnell are pushing this thing. Well, we're uh, we're being governed by uh, the Uniparty. Yeah. There's you know when it comes to spending, when it comes to your dollars, there's no difference between Democrats and Republicans in D.C. They mm-hmm. uh, they have uh, an incredible addiction of spending other people's money. Period. Yeah, that's that's all it is right there. And we the people need to tighten up the reins a little bit. Yeah. We do, right? We do, absolutely. Yeah, we do. We, I mean, we obviously do not have a government that works for us, nor has an interest in working for us. Listen, the U.S. Supreme Court is expected to hear arguments later this morning in a couple of hours uh, regarding Colorado's ruling to keep the former president, the 2024 Republican presidential frontrunner Donald Trump, off of the ballot. 
Well, this as the former president is expected to win the uh, the Nevada caucus uh, later this evening. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get more on the story. Here's newsman John Stolnes. Lawyers representing six Colorado residents are set to argue before the justices that Donald Trump's role in the January 6th riots at the Capitol amounted to insurrection, which should allow states like Colorado to kick him off their ballots. This follows a ruling by the state's high court a few months ago that found Trump incited the deadly riot at the Capitol in a speech just beforehand. I know that everyone here will soon be be marching over to the Capitol building to peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard. Today we will see whether Republicans stand strong for integrity of our elections. David Sherman, chief counsel for Citizens for Responsibility and Ethics in Washington, says a win for Colorado would mean the justices believe Trump did engage in insurrection and should be prevented from taking office. He would not be on enough ballots to uh, to mathematically prevail. However, a vote in favor of Trump would negate similar rulings by courts in Maine and other states. Trump has attended previous hearings in New York regarding his businesses, but he's not expected to attend oral arguments later today. People like Rick Hall from Ohio began lining up yesterday to get a seat inside the courtroom. It kind of puts ideologically the justices in strange positions. Democratic Senator Dick Durbin, chairman of the Judiciary Committee, says Justice Clarence Thomas should recuse himself from today's hearing. His wife, Virginia, is a conservative activist who sent multiple text messages to Trump Chief of Staff Mark Meadows in the days following the election, urging them to fight the results. I'm afraid Justice Thomas, through his family, has crossed that line, and he should recuse himself, so there's no question of bias in his decision. The insurrection clause of the 14th Amendment was passed in 1868, originally created to keep former Confederate officials from holding office. The Supreme Court said they will try to rule quickly, likely weeks from now rather than months after today's arguments. Mm. John Stolnes, Washington. All right, there you go. Uh, and and just, uh, just to recap, uh, yes, some refer to it as the deadly riots. Ashley Babbitt is the only one that died that day. That day, yeah. Yeah, with, uh, with one gunshot wound. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, it, I mean... Donald Trump, you look back to Iowa, right? When, when he won the Iowa caucuses, a larger margin than anybody's ever won it before. Mm. Uh, he won real big in New Hampshire. He didn't necessarily, he wasn't on the, on the ballot uh, in Nevada. Nikki Haley was. And uh, you could argue Trump won there because Nikki Haley still lost to nobody. Mm. This is clearly the man that Republican voters want. And so removing him... Is it, it, there would the only reason for that is because you're part of the, you're part of a, a deep state plot to keep him from from doing doing anything you can to keep him from office. Yeah, and, and it's interesting because uh, you know a lot of people ask this question. You know, uh, you, your Democrat friends probably ask the question: How how can you support Trump? How can you? And uh, and listen, people, I'm trying to explain this in my head, and and, and maybe somebody out there can help a little. At five one two eight three six zero five ninety, most people are not voting for Donald Trump. Based on his moral fiber. Correct. Most people are voting for Donald Trump because he's not them. He's not woke. He's, he, he, he speaks in a way that the common man can understand. Finally, we got somebody that talks the way we do. That's why they vote for him. Mm-hmm. They don't, people don't like the fact of, you know, about paying a hooker or whatever. Nobody, nobody overlooks, everybody just totally overlooks that on the right because he's not them. Mm-hmm. That's why he's the populist guy, because he's not them. He's not part of that machine, that globalist effort. And he got some. Re- he got a lot of results. Absolutely, got a lot of results. And and he, uh, you know, once he took office, he his message never really changed. You know that that anti 
swamp message of his. Yeah. And then as as you've watched him just get you know charged and indicted and vilified around every corner, it's only emboldened people who who look at it and say, "Yeah, this is clearly <laughs> you know they're, they're, this is clearly orchestrated to, to to keep him from from being able to to be president once again. They're not done. They're going to do everything they can to keep him off the ballots. They're going to do everything they can to keep him out of office because, as the left says, he is an existential threat to the planet, meaning he will destroy the planet. Yeah. That's what the left thinks. That's, that's what's in their head. That guy is an existential threat, and he's about to become the president. Think about that. Think about, the, think about that rhetoric that the left is pushing. It's incredibly dangerous. Very. Uh, James in South Austin this morning. James, good morning. Good morning. Um, I just had a quick question, hoping you can explain it to me. As an independent, looking from the outside, to me, it's clear that in every negotiation, and that's what politics is, you have to give something in order to get something. I would love to buy a house in Austin for nothing, but I have to give something, money, in order to get something, a house. Mm-hmm. So with the GOP's primary issue in the past year has been the border, you have to give something. Money for Ukraine or whatever, even if you don't want to, you have to give something. And if that's what they agree to, why did they back out? I don't understand that. Maybe you could help me. Well, for one thing, the bill facilitates even more illegal immigration. I mean, it doesn't secure anything, and I think that's that's what a lot of the pushback comes from i don't think any of these bills should be grouped together each individual is each individual bill is is worthy of its own debates you know i mean sell it to the people why is it so important to protect taiwan why is it so important to protect ukraine why is it so important to give our money to israel why yeah that's and nobody no politician left or right is explaining any of that it's it's the uniparty james so it was my understanding that the bill said that if 5,000 people or something like that per day, which totally happens every day now, cross the border, it's automatically shut down. Over the and course of seven days. days. Yeah, over a course of seven days, a 5,000-day average over a course of seven days. So 35,000 in a seven-day period, then they'd shut it down. And doesn't that happen? Hasn't that been happening for uh, a few years now? No. So it, it, no, it hasn't. No, it hasn't. Automatically shut down? No, 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 it hasn't. It, it hasn't been, you know, it has not. Oh, it hasn't been at those levels? No, no, it's been at those levels, but they haven't been shutting it down. Right, so that's what the bill was. It would have been, let's shut it down when it gets to those levels and nobody comes in. Isn't that a good thing? Why does it have to get to that levels, though? Yeah. You know, see, that's, I mean, you know, because there was, it's, the the Republicans were willing to compromise on that 60 billion in Ukraine, but James, you still, you still had mass amounts of illegal immigrants. James, you're, James, you're comfortable with that 5,000 a day number. You're comfortable with legalizing illegal immigration to the tune of 5,000 no, a day. I'm asking because I thought that's what the numbers are today. Isn't that, they are not true. Yeah. They, they so the numbers are, are like that today. Then the border would be shut down and, and the GOP would be happy. Yeah. The thing so. is, uh, we don't like the 5,000 a day. They shouldn't agree to that. And and that's why they uh, that's why they they're speaking out against it now because we the people don't like the idea of five thousand a day. The Todd and Oz Show weekday mornings five to ten on News Radio KLBJ. 
Dr. Mark Malone from Advanced Pain Care on how the spinal cord stimulator blocks pain signals, bringing patients relief at last. And we're able to tune this device to mimic that frequency and essentially block it. I've seen people shed tears of joy in the recovery room when they wake up from their light anesthesia and we turn this device on and they realize their back pain is gone. They cry for joy. Advanced Pain Care at 512-244-4272 or austinpaindoctor.com.